Well, good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to Coffee and Devotions. This is where every day you and I, we get together, we have a little bit of coffee, we get into God's Word, and we grow in our love for the Lord together. In this year, 2022, Lord willing, we'll make it from the book of Acts through Second Thessalonians. Well, I'm so glad to be with you this morning. We're at First Thessalonians chapter 3, the first five verses. Uh, thank you for uh, being gracious with me, letting me have a few weeks off on vacation. We headed out west. We're in Arizona. I spent some time in New Mexico, uh, stopped at all sorts of national parks and forests, and just had a great time. Got to celebrate Thanksgiving with my family. It was just really refreshing. Lots of time to read, lots of time to pray, lots of time to just play with the kids. Well, why don't we have some coffee? We'll pray, and we'll get into God's Word. Let's pray. Oh, Father, you are so gracious, and we thank you for your generosity in giving us your word. Father, we pray that as we read your word, you would teach us, that you would care for us, that you would make us more and more like you. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, we're at 1 Thessalonians, 1 Thessalonians chapter 3, and we're going to be looking at the first five verses. Therefore, when we could no longer endure it, we thought it good to be left in Athens alone, and sent Timothy, our dear brother and minister of God, and our fellow laborer in the gospel of Christ, to establish you and encourage you concerning your faith, that no one should be shaken by these afflictions. For you yourselves know that we are appointed to this. For in fact, we told you before, when we were with you, that we would suffer tribulation just as it happened. And you know, for this reason, when I could no longer endure it, I sent to you, I sent to know your faith, lest by some means the tempter had tempted you, and our labor might be in vain. Well, what do we need to ask ourselves first, A, what's this about? B, what's the best verse to summarize this? And C, what do we do in response to these words? So, A, what is this about? Oh, remember, Paul is writing to the church in Thessalonica. He had planted that church. He had shared the gospel with that church. He had cared for the people there. And now he was, he was inquiring or writing them about their faith and also comforting them. Right? Some people have died. We're going to get to that in a minute, but some people have died and Christ hasn't returned yet. What's happened? How, how, how should they understand those types of things? But first here we hear Paul's pastoral heart, you know, therefore when we could no longer endure it, we thought it good to be left in Athens alone. He, he's saying they had to leave, and they, as they had to leave Thessalonica, they went to Berea, and then they continued to head on south. And there in Athens, they, they were so concerned about the people up in Thessalonica. He says, we left, they, he was left alone, and he said, he, and sent Timothy, our brother and minister of God and fellow laborer in the gospel of Christ. Right, they sent them pastoral support. They cared for the people in Thessalonica, and Paul sent his right-hand man, he sent Timothy, back up north to go care for them. He's a minister of the gospel. He's a servant. He's a brother, and he, he went to go strengthen them, to establish them, to encourage them in their faith. 
And he's, so he sends this pastoral care for them that no one should be shaken by these afflictions for you yourselves know that we were appointed to this. Appointed to what? What was Paul appointed to? What, were, what was this missionary group heading down south? What were they appointed to? For afflictions. For in fact, we told you when we were with you that we would suffer tribulation just as it happened, and you know. There's, he's concerned for them. He's concerned for them because they've heard these reports that as Paul has traveled south, he continues to face opposition, affliction, and tribulation. But he doesn't want their faith to be shaken. He doesn't want their hearts to be troubled. And so he sends to them Timothy to encourage them, to teach them, to remind them that these things are totally in line with what Jesus taught. That if they hated Jesus, they would hate his disciples also. Satan isn't just going to give up his kingdom that easily. But this reality that There's going to be tribulation. There's going to be trials. And that doesn't mean that God isn't sovereign. That doesn't mean that the kingdom of heaven hasn't come down to men. But this is par for the course. This is normal. Should be expected. And so he's he's writing to them and he's telling them, I sent Timothy up there to find out about your faith and to strengthen your faith. For this reason, I could no longer endure it. I sent to know your faith, lest by some means the tempter had tempted you, and our labor might be in vain. He doesn't want the people there to be like those seeds sown upon the rocky soil that sprouts up quickly with great joy and receives it. But because it takes no root, it withers away because the sun scorches. And when Jesus uh, explains this parable, he, he says that the sun coming up and scorching it is trials and tribulations. He doesn't want that to be them. He wants them to be deeply rooted in Christ, firmly fixed and established in their faith. So he sends Timothy to go encourage and to teach them, to remind them about these things. Well, what's the best verse to summarize this? Well, uh, I would probably say in my Bible, I have verse 3 underlined in my Bible. What, What would you underline in your Bible? Let me know down in the comments. What would you underline in your Bible? Well, let's see calling. How does this apply to our lives? Well, a few things. One, I would encourage you to pray for the persecuted church. Pray for the persecuted church. Pray for people in places like North Korea and China. Pray for people in places like Cuba. Pray for Christians in the 1040 window in Saudi Arabia and Yemen and Iran and Iraq. Pray for Christians who are under threat of persecution all the time. Pray for Christians in India who are being threatened and persecuted by radical Hindus. Pray for our brothers and sisters. Pray that they would be fixed and firmly established. Reach out. If you you know a way to care for these Christians, reach out to them. Let them know that you're praying for them. If there's organizations Voice of the Martyrs and other organizations that are specifically working with persecuted churches. Pray and support. Also, specifically, pray for them as they need. As I talk to these, I talk personally to these brothers and sisters regularly. They need local 
leadership. They need to be reminded of the truth. They need to be taught the scriptures. And so if you know of missionary organizations that are going and equipping the saints in those places, would you care for them? Would you support them? And for you personally in your life, not just thinking for churches out there, but even in your own life, don't be surprised when afflictions come. But God even works through afflictions, Romans chapter 5. He works them in our hearts and in our lives for our good. Because it builds up in us character and character hope, and hope does not disappoint. And so Christian, when trials and tribulations, afflictions happen to you, when you might be persecuted for your faith, shut down for your love of Jesus, don't worry about it. I'm not saying it's going to be easy, but the Lord will care for you. Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much for this day, and we thank you for your Holy Spirit. Father, we pray that you would please apply these words to our hearts and make us more and more faith filled with faith, Lord, that we follow after you. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, may the Lord bless you. May you walk in the joy and peace that comes from faith in Jesus Christ. And I'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's message from God's Word for You, a ministry of Sharon R.P. Church in rural southeast Iowa. We pray that the message would be used by God to transform your faith in your life this week. If you'd like to get more information about us, feel free to go to the website, SharonRPC.org. We'd love to invite you to worship with us. Our worship time is 10 a.m. every Sunday at 25204 160th Avenue, Morning Sun, Iowa, 52640. May God richly bless you this week.